the greatest gift is uh, is Jesus. It's not a new message. Um, I'm not coming today with a with something that you've never heard before, some sort of new theology about the gift. But it's not one that we're to get tired of talking about. It's definitely not something we should get bored talking about, the truth of who Jesus is. When we think about, uh, when I thought was thinking about gifts and, and giving and uh, the, the, what characterises a gift, uh, I was thinking really in simple terms, there's a, there's a giver, uh, there's a receiver, and there's a, a, a purpose behind the gift. My wife is, uh, has a, a love language of gifts. Um, uh, she, she puts a lot of thought into gifts. And, um, I think that's one of the, you know, one of the, what, you know, as a giver, you, you need to put thought into a gift. You, you've probably been doing a bit of that in the last few hours, Dick, is that right? Or yesterday? Um, you know, in the last few weeks, uh, putting a bit of thought into, what you're going to be buying, uh, your, your family or friends. We all put sort of different amounts of thought into it, but my wife's love language is gifts, and uh, uh, she she puts a lot of thought into gifts and, and thinks, uh, uh, listens to all the little hints, you know, like, oh, I really need something to fix this. Or, and she loves to really put thought into it and get something that's useful and, and helpful. Uh, I had to, I'm not as not that way leaning I'm um, a, a little bit more I would say spontaneous it's also code for last minute <laughs> I tend to just buy things that are, have the shiny signs and it's reasonably cheap and you can just grab that And <laughs> no no I, but I have actually had to put a lot more thought into gifts especially for Rachel over the years we've been married just on, over 15 years now and um, the at the beginning, the way I used to buy gifts to now has dramatically changed. <clears throat> in 2019, last year, uh, Australians spent nearly $19 million at Christmas time. That's a, nearly $1,000 a household at Christmas time. Uh, but not everyone puts a huge amount of thought into gifts as you're probably aware. On the very last day, on Christmas Eve, last year, over a quarter of that amount of money, nearly $5 million was spent on Christmas Eve. If you tried to get a car park at Greensboro Shops yesterday, a friend told me, who went down for last minute shopping, that it was very busy. Another reason, another Another uh, thought that the, the giver has to do when they're buying a gift or putting a gift together, they've got to put thought into it, but there's also got to be a reason to give. We, we tend not to just receive gifts just every day, willy-nilly, here's a gift, here's a gift, here's a gift. There tends to be reasons. Uh, an obvious reason uh, today is it's Christmas Day. That's an obvious one. Uh Another reason would be birthdays. And I noticed that in this church, there's quite a few people that have birthdays around Christmas. Uh, the, the, 
the Paul and Jean Ryder have last year have a granddaughter born on Christmas Day. I think Michael and Charlotte's uh, daughter was born last year, Christmas Day. They're right, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, uh, in this in this church, I think last Tuesday, uh, I've got a little list here. Sandra Biggs was last, oh, sorry, last Friday on the 18th. Kay was just a few days ago on the 22nd. Yesterday we had two, Kev Christofferson and, and Lai, both yesterday. My mother-in-law, she turned 75 in a few days on the 28th. <clears throat> oh, it's live-streamed, isn't it? She might be watching. I thought she's not here, I can say whatever. Uh, Ruth, I ran into Ruth in the car park in a few days on the Tuesday. And uh, you share that birthday with Sandra, Sandra George. All these birthdays around Christmas time, when we were discussing in the car park, John thinks it's okay to give one gift for birthday and Christmas. Is that right, John? You can get away with that? It should be. We have anniversaries. We give gifts at anniversaries. We give gifts when we maybe upset someone. Sometimes that's a good time to buy someone a gift. An apology is also what goes well. Uh, but sometimes that's a good time to buy someone a gift. I like cherries and macadamia nuts if you ever upset me. <laughs> Take that into consideration. These verses in Ephesians uh, 4, uh, sorry, Ephesians 1, 4 and 5 are amazing verses. It says there in Ephesians 1, verse 4 and 5, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will. And I was thinking about a giver, God the giver, and the the, the thought that he's put into it. To give Jesus... As a gift. It wasn't a last minute thing. He wasn't pacing the hallway of heaven, wondering what to do next. Before creation, he put thought into the gift of Jesus Christ. No one has ever put more thought into a gift for you than God has with his son. Before creation, he thought about you. Before creation, he chose you to receive Jesus Christ, his gift. Before creation, that you would belong to him. That you would become holy and blameless. Isn't that an amazing thought of the giver and the thought that he has given to you? Before creation, he loved you and chose you. Well, then there is the giver and there's the receiver. The receiver is quite simply needs to receive, needs to take. Accept the gift. I heard there was a young man who rode all the way to church today. That's not you, Ken. 
I said, <laughs> Thomas, all the way from Berwillick, was it? Oh, it's one massive ride. No, from Greensboro, from the grandparents' house. How would you feel? Would you feel comfortable just to come up here for a little demonstration? Not of riding the bike, something else. I know I'm a big, ugly stranger. Not used to seeing my... Oh, well, I look a bit like the old man, don't I? Look at... <laughs> How would you... If I took this and I said this was a gift, at the moment it's not yours, still in my hands. Still in my hands. So you can't go and spend this yet. It's still mine and I'm the giver and I'm still holding on to it. But I wanted to offer it to you. How would you feel? You feel good. Feels good, doesn't it? Is it yours yet? Would you like it to be yours? What are you going to do? I'm offering it to you. He took it. Oh, you guys see that? That was awesome. Give him a round of applause. What a volunteer. That was fantastic. I need it later to go get some ice. No, I don't. I'm joking. I'm joking. These, um, these, these verses in Romans 5, uh, I just want to read them to you. It says, but the gift, Romans 5.15, the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to many? Again, the gift of God, it's not like the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift, it followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life? Through one man, which is Jesus Christ. The, the gift, the gift of Jesus Christ is, is made available to all. But you see, forgiveness of sins and, and peace in your life and joy in your life and change in your heart, it doesn't happen just because you come here on a Sunday morning. It doesn't happen because you put money into the offering. It's not going to come to you because you're a volunteer. God has this gift and it's made available to you, but you have to receive it. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. You can't buy it. If I had said to Thomas, here's this $10 note and it's a gift, but I'll only give it to you if you jump on your bike and you have to ride all the way back to Granny and Grandpa's. Or you've got to go give high five to everyone here in church. Then I'll give it to you. Well, that $10 that I'm holding in my hand, that's no longer a gift. That's a reward or it becomes a, a, like a wage. Something he's earned. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 is a very well-known verse. It says, for by grace... By grace you have been saved through faith. Not by works, lest we boast. And when the giver who's thought about you from before creation 
holds the gift out to you of salvation through Jesus, forgiveness of your sins and a changed life. It's nothing you can earn. He doesn't ask you to tick off a list to earn salvation. Just like I didn't do that to Thomas. Here it is, receive it. It's your choice. By faith, will you believe that Jesus, the gift, has paid the price for your sins and wants to come into your life and change you? The receiver needs to accept and receive the gift. And lastly, the purpose. There's always a purpose behind a gift. I just turned 40 a couple of months ago and um, someone recently said to me, well, you know how the weather is like, it's 20 degrees, but it feels like 14 or... Well, they said that to me and then they said, you're a bit like the weather. You, you've turned 40, but you look 45. And I really didn't appreciate that. <clears throat> but that, that just popped into my head. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I had a sort of a, a birthday party with my family up in Ballarat. Uh, it was a, only a couple of weeks ago because we the restrictions. We couldn't go up at the end of October. And uh, so my siblings, I've got quite a few siblings and my family and my mum and dad. And, and so they always, we always put money in together for, you know, for a big birthday, like a 40th. And I sort of knew, oh, there'd be something nice coming, you know. I was expecting, um, oh, my sister sort of messaged me saying, oh, you're going to love the present. I was sort of expecting, oh, well, it's probably got to do with coffee or Collingwood. So I'll go with like a coffee machine, you know, that maybe it's a nice new coffee machine. I'll be, I'll be wrapped with that. Um, so I opened the present and it was a, a shoebox with some boots, no shoelaces, boots. Real simple to put on. Uh, the only time I buy boots is because as a chef, I, I buy them like 40, 50 bucks at, at Kmart and they usually last me like two years. Uh, and, and so I wear those for work in the kitchen. And so I thought, oh, oh these are like for work. Hello. Uh, they weren't for work. They were actually really, really expensive boots. I'd never bought expensive boots. I didn't know they existed. Uh, and I was told, oh, you know what? The, these are like multi-purposeful. You can wear them with suits and with jeans. So I just like wear them with jeans. I don't wear suits. And these are it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got them as well. <laughs> You're not 40 yet, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I missed out. <clears throat> uh, just over 16 years ago, uh, I on August the 11th, 2004, uh, I had a ring made up, well, previously, not on that day, but had a ring made up with a nice diamond on top. And uh, took Rachel to the tram car restaurant. Don't know if they're still going, but uh, and we, I got down on one knee on that night and offered this ring. Asked her a question: Do you want the smoked salmon or the thing for entree? No. I didn't. And uh, she said yes, you know. And that purpose of that ring was really to get to show a sign that we're engaged to be married. After having children and, and seeing them open countless presents uh, throughout their birthdays and Christmas, uh, there are times when I look at these presents sometimes and just think, wow, like, all these toys, I wonder how long that one will last. 
I wonder how long it'll be before that one just gets sort of thrown under the bed and we'll see it in July sometime when we uh, actually clean out their room. It's uh, hard sometimes to see the purpose in some of the gifts we give. But all that aside, really what I'm wanting to make a point is that the purpose is a real simple one when we're talking about the gift of Jesus Christ. It's not complicated. You don't need a degree to understand it. The purpose of the gift of Jesus is to bring salvation to all who believe by faith. That Jesus died and paid the price for your sin and that he's raised to life to bring life and purpose into you today and the hope and certainty of a future, an eternal future with him. There's no greater gift. There's no greater gift than the gift of our Lord Jesus. Have you received the gift? We're going to pray and and close our time together and I encourage you to stay around and um, say hello to everyone before you head off for your busy days Uh, and thank you for being here. Our God and Father, we once again give you thanks and praise for the giving of your Son, Jesus. You so loved us that you gave him for us. That we would know salvation. We would belong to you. That we would know a new life and a purpose for living and a certainty for our future with you in heaven. Bless this day to us, this uh, beautiful day that we spend with family and friends and remember our Saviour. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.